it's fine for us to talk about something I don't have, I'm not prepared for, but I'm not prepared for you to surprise me. Like, if you say, I want to talk about GTA, I'm like, okay, that's fine. Almost this whole episode was a surprise to you. Yes, and I don't like being surprised because I don't, you know, my initial reaction is annoyance for one. And for God's sake, I talked for 10 solid minutes about something no one cares about. I, there needs to be a happy medium, you know? I don't need to know every single item on the agenda, but I need to know some. Uh-huh. Just so I have talking points, because it's like, you're like, well, I'm going to talk about and I'm like, I don't know what the hell that is. I have nothing. And you're like, I'm going to talk about this one thing. I say, okay, go ahead and talk about this one thing. Ha, surprise, two things. Well, it happens. I mean, some people like to be surprised, and I know <laughs> some don't, which uh, I guess you're one of them. I'm the trickster god. I'm the guy who likes playing tricks, and I don't like getting tricked. Won't get fooled again, or whatever Bush said. Nor you would like to be treated. What did he say? It was like, fool me once, can't get fooled again. Yeah, shame on you, fool me once, whatever. Yeah, what he said, though, specifically. Do you remember? No, I don't remember. The the line is, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. Ah. But I think he said, fool me twice, can't get fooled again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what I thought the third one was. Can't go fooled again. There's no third one. There's only two. There's no fool me thrice. The rule of three. Three strikes. Three no, something. I know, but the saying isn't fool me thrice. It's just fool me twice. It's like, oh, I'm stupid for believing you. Like, that's my fault for, for believing a guy who's lied to me previously. That's what the saying means. So there's no three times. It's like, wow, I'm so dumb. I believed you twice, even though you've lied to me twice. Or three times, I guess. Yeah, very trusting fella. Who, George Bush? What are we talking about? This is the Internet's Worst Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Loki Jarson. With me again is my IRL brother, uh, Thomas, a.k.a. Lord Master of YouTube. Hello. Hello and well met. Hail the Emperor, or whatever the hell they said back then. God save the king. Um, <laughs> you always throw me off my game with your weird intros. You can't just say hi. I had it Greetings planned. and salutations, Earthlings. Uh, what? What'd you say? I had this planned. Just throw you off a little. You really like surprising me, and I don't know that I like being surprised. Uh, for example, yesterday you said, I want to record another show, and I was like, okay, what about? And you're like, it's a secret. No, not really. It's a secret agent. Uh, you came to me with the idea of discussing some of your GTA clothes. We talked about this stuff on your channel before, mostly the strategy games. And, you know, the occasional bits of what you have called GTA random clips. And Red Dead random clips to a degree. And Red Dead random clips. I've seen a lot enough of those during the editing process when they're still on the Xbox that you record them, you play them from. The upload studio. So, to my knowledge, what you normally do in these sorts of things, oh, that weird Red Dead one being an exception, 
what you normally do in these videos is find creative ways to kill people without incurring a bounty. Oh, or getting the cops out. Yes. So, if you've never seen one of these things, you load up any random GTA clip, there will be a clip of him pushing someone off the stairs slowly, gently, just by bumping into them, just by having his character walk into them and they roll off the stairs and die, and you get no penalty, even you just go over and collect their cash. And, and even putting them up, uh, there are a couple of instances way back when where just push them against the wall and just hold it long enough, and then it drops down. <laughs> Did you do this by accident, or you were intentionally trying this and say, hey, this worked? At first by accident, and then, uh, but then I kept doing it and doing it. Just for, to would you, make a laugh for my friends. Console-wise, you don't play as many games as me. Well, I don't think anyone does on Earth. But as opposed to like PC, no. Would you say GTA on GTA is specifically the online component GTA Five because you've still not played any of the story? No. Is your most played game? Uh, most played in terms of hours spent, yes. Because not only do you do all that silly nonsense, but you also put in the work. You know, however many years of updates there have been, it's like, oh, join a biker gang, join a, you know, CEO, be a corporate, haul drugs, haul whatever the hell, you know, do crime. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, so yeah, for me, it's become less criminal activity and more of running a criminal empire of sorts in order to another way of source of income. Yeah, but you still do the grunt work, you know, you still drive the trucks hauling your crime material. I have no idea, it's been so long. Your crime goods, your ill-gotten booty. Stolen goods. Uh... So you're going to accrue millions and millions. How, many, how much money do you have? As of this recording, sure. $60 million. But, you know, in your lifetime, because you spent a ton, too. You don't just hang on to it. Oh, no. I, it's, once I get up, accumulate enough, then that's when, all right, no need to spend on it anymore unless I hear rumors of an upcoming update. Then I start to, you know, put to work again. And every GTA update is, of course, things you can buy, so you're going to need millions and millions of dollars. This is the large reason why myself, Rob, and Sizzy stopped playing GTA Online uh, several years ago. It's just because you need millions of dollars to do anything anymore. Like, the in-game inflation rate is just absurd. It's like, hey, we've got a new bunker. Okay, how, do you need, how much money do you need? Ten million dollars? Okay, we, need, we open a nightclub. How much money do you need? Five million dollars? Like, we're never going to get that much. Because we don't play enough, you know, to accumulate that sort of wealth, and we're not willing to do the incredibly tedious jobs that you seem very willing to do. Well, that's the Internet's Worst Modern Economics podcast here. Uh, you also had some GT... Not GT, the other one. The other Rockstar game. Red, Red Dead. Dead. Red Dead 2 online clips. Which is largely the same thing. Creative ways of murdering people without coming bounty and, you know, doing moonshine or... I, I played so little of Red Dead 2 online because it's, you know, cowboys are boring. But what, what do you do in that game? That one I have understand less. Uh, ever since that they added the the roles, like you mentioned Moonshiner, that's one of the roles. You could also be a trader, you know, the whole fur trade or whatever. Just go out and kill beavers in here, like, here, I'll give you $5 for that beaver. Yeah, not just that, but also animal skins, not meat. They don't accept that. Um, neither is wolf hearts or animal fat. They don't accept those. Um, but, uh, <laughs> hell, they even accept teeth from cougars and gators. 
Well, you can make necklaces out of it. Shit, sure. Yeah, up until, you know, it's at full capacity where you could... On a, there's two kinds of ways of selling it. Um, a local, you know, delivery is $500. That's how much you earn. And if you want to, you know, go on a distant delivery, which also puts you on offensive mode, so players will be hostile to if they care to get you, um, then you will make 625 the the uh, a big thing in GTA Online uh, another number let's say four reason why we stop playing is uh, the adversarial player groups so it, it's kind of become a common thing for griefing if you understand this term where yeah. th the point of being a dickhead online for no other reason than to be a dickhead online is very very prevalent in Grand Theft Auto uh, it is not so prevalent in Red Dead and the real reason is that horses are slower than fighter jets. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot longer to get to your player character on the other end of the map on a horse than it would be just to go to your garage, get out your helicopter, fly to where you are, blow you up, and fly away. But I think they kind of make up for it by having different ammo types for your weapons, be it incendiary or explosives. I know, but it's still you still have to fucking ride all the way over there. What's the longest rifle shot in Red Dead 2? Less than a mile. Of course... The furthest I ever gone was close to 400, on purpose to a guy who was AFK. One of the very few times that I'm ever a dick to another player. Whatever, there's footage in your channel of you being a dick to one guy in particular back and forth. What guy? I don't remember, it was a long time ago, but... You're thinking of Oblivion, Edgar Rotrine, isn't it? No, no, on Red Dead, you got into some internet bitch fight with some dude, and he kept killing you, so you kept killing him. Oh, oh, that happens when it comes to, you know, I ha I have a standard of how I respond to these. Like when one kills him, it's like, okay, give me that. If you do that again, it's like, like, don't do it. It's almost like, you know, you poke a bear oh, many times with a stick. I'm like, don't do it. Don't do it. He, and then, and then shoot when shoot a bear, he doesn't get mad. But if you shoot a bear twice. Yeah. Um, the whole, because, you know, I'm a very patient person. I follow the concept of, you know, turn the other cheek. Hit me once. Second time. Boom. Yeah, that's exactly what Jesus meant when he said do that. If he says, if they slap you again, then you can deck them. Yeah, I think that's in Mark. Yeah, it's misunderstood. But still, it's it's the tolerance of it. Um, and the, uh, of course, uh, and I apply this to other online games that's not Rockstar, like Battlefield whatnot. Like, if they're using a certain weapon or the manner of killing, I'm like, don't make it ugly because I'm going to escalate it. Like It's war. It's war, dude. Yeah, as a way of saying it, it's like, oh, you're going to do that to me like that? Well, then I'm going to do a whole lot nastier things to you, as in, get a bigger weapon. Doesn't that make you the aggressor? Rules of engagement, man. <laughs> Geneva Convention, um, throw it out the window. There's a, not, there's a Red Dead video that's very popular of yours that's not online from the first game. Um, <laughs> I think some oh, sort God. of rampage? Oh, yes. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 1, the Blackjack Rampage, which it all started because of some bullshit thing that happened to me in the game of blackjack and john marson basically took his frustrations out in the world even before we get into the whole highlights or montage he would be on top of some high mountain even though it's from online i just hit one of those random tombs and one of the things he says is you think you fools can stop me is that the one where you teleport in the air or is that a different video no different video that was a glitch Red Dead 2 is a lot less glitchy, which is probably why well, it's not as interesting to look at. Uh, and, the de and the attention to detail is, well, 
obviously a game from 2018 compared to 2013 from GTA 5. That's fair. But the online service is primarily the thing. I think we've discussed, I don't know if you and I in particular have discussed it, but I, I've mostly turned a corner on the story of Red Dead 2. I was not a huge fan of John Marston from the first game. I'm not a huge fan of him in the second game. But for the most part, you know, I liked Arthur Morgan. I liked the story they told. But playing the game sometimes is such a pain in the ass. I, I discussed this before. I prefer sci-fi over fantasy, right? Well, I prefer cars over horses, too. So, you know, well, I'm hesitant to get back into any sort of GTA playing because it's over 100 gigabyte file because of all the updates. And I have no freaking in-game money. Uh, I would much more readily play that than I would play Red Dead Online ever again. Because it's just so tedious and dull. All I ever see to do is like, okay, hey, go get a bounty on this guy. Bring it back alive. Oh, you didn't? Well, here's ten whole dollars. Don't spend it all in one place. Yeah, it's just a lot of work. Some people call it grinding. I call it hard work. Yeah, and you do put in all the work, um, especially on the Grand Theft Auto stuff. You do haul all the stuff yourself. You do wait out timers. You do go into buildings and shoot many millions of men to get many millions of dollars. Uh, do you want to introduce this bit? Because I don't know how you're going to talk. So how, many, how, how long ago did you have this idea? Um, of this whole, it's like a... It's like it's not the regular Xbox recording for clips thing. Mm -hmm. Yes, no. it, it's, it's not just murdering random NPCs. So, I mean, the Rockstar Editor thing has been around since the game came out, which is what you could do in both single and online. I've never fucked with it, so I, I know nothing about it. So, um, you know how in, uh, I mean, this is probably the only reference you'll get because of your past games. <laughs> you know how in the theater mode in some of the Call of Duty games, like Black Ops 1 and 2, they had theater mode. Really? They had theater mode? Yes, they had theater mode. Um, for no, your, I didn't. For your past matches, where you not only have first-person perspective of all the players involved in this particular match, and you can have free camera to adjust and all that. Uh, I vaguely recall this is not something I fucked with. I'm not a cinematographer, man. Yeah, that's basically a whole nother profession. I don't, I don't even like photo mode in games. I'd never fuck with photo mode in any game, and nearly every game has it now. It's like, I don't I want to play the game. I don't want to take pictures. IRL, I was a semi-professional photographer for a number of years. And you know what? I didn't enjoy that. It wasn't a fun job for me. It was just a gig. It's like, hey, you, do you want to line up the perfect shot? Oh, make sure the lighting is good. Oh, what time of day is it? Is the character blinking? Oh, fuck that. And now video? Oh, no. I can barely tolerate this audio I have to edit later. So the last time I ever, you know, done any video editing of such great significance and detail was when I did a a two and a half hour pseudo documentary on a Project Reality match that was set in the Falklands War. Oh. Yeah, we've talked about this before, but the difference being that was on PC, so it was easily, you know, editable. All these Grand Theft Auto things are from the Xbox. Yeah, it's, it's a totally different case where it's the controller and not a computer and a mouse. And and uh, uh, so as a, so, how you record the footage that leads to Rockstar is very simple. Since we both played it on the Xbox, it's just you hold D-pad down and then hit a as it says start recording, and then it records. Right. And then once it reaches to that limit, then it saves up to wherever the storage is in the Rockstar thing that you can go to, and then it'll record again until you wish to stop it yourself.
And so you've just been recording missions that you've done. Yes. In the game, and then later editing them after the fact to make them more cinematic? Yes, to make it more cinematic. Okay, go ahead. That's your bit. And, uh... Once uh, I did my missions, which, by the way, I just don't do one, and then and, and let's go at... No, just keep doing as much as I can until they give me a notification that says, hey, you have 90% capacity. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, so time to wrap this up then, and then we'll go to editing. You know what? You know, since the beginning of 2021, even though I've been doing that Rockstar editing thing from the missions since July 15th of 2019, that's when I started, two years now, on a normal day since the beginning of 2021, it goes like this. On the afternoons, I do PC gaming recordings from the games that we've talked so many times in the past episodes. Uh -huh. And that's only in the afternoon. At night, particularly after when you retire from the night, that's when I go to work on GTA. <laughs> that's the reason why I never told you all this stuff until now. Everything that's been secret is now going to be declassified here. You just play GTA all night. That's not a huge secret. That's fine. Unless you see me that says, uh, on, like, says Lord Master Online, GTA 5, Rockstar. Yeah, I think I've seen that maybe once or twice. I don't recall. So, so, so basically, I just work until I get exhausted and sleep for the night. And what is the work? It is just editing this, these clips you've recorded? Yeah, these clips that you've uh, re recorded, or in this case for a mission, which is basically the full thing, um, since the Xbox Upload Studio, which it has since discontinued since November of last year. Um, so I had to find alternate means. And although, uh, although I'll get in that little Xbox recording, that is also related to the Roxarda. Now, the editing process, it's like, yeah, you got this clip here. And there's, you know, like, you got the game camera, which is what you were doing on first or third person. And mm -hmm. by the way, when you record 40 Rockstar on first person, you cannot change camera angles, which is a bit, eh. But on third, that's when you're allowed to have preset overhead, the left, right, front, um, and then free camera. So for those uninitiated, the... This Grand Theft Auto has always had multi-camera setups this way. So, like, when you're in a... You never play the fucking single player. But if you're doing the single player and you're having to drive somewhere a long way away, it gives you a pop-up option of, hey, would you like to change the camera angle for this for no real reason? So you can have, you know, a behind the car or over on the other side of the highway or, you know, like, near your wheel, which makes it impossible to drive, but it, it has always had these multiple camera options built into the game anyways. They have the same thing for Red Dead 2, the cinematic camera. Yeah. Which is worthless when you're actually playing the game, but after the fact, very useful. <laughs> Whenever you feel like it's like, yeah, you're just galloping on the horse, the cinematic camera, relaxed until crash. Pretty much. And so on that free camera mode, which is what I use for the vast majority of the missions that I've did in those videos, it, with the only exceptions of using the game camera when aiming down a sniper scope. Because, you know, mm -hmm. because it has its limitations on a free camera of, you know, limited range from where you, the uh, player character, stands in relation to the range of where you're trying to look at. I see. And so, um, 
besides the free camera where you basically just place it anywhere. You can also follow the uh, player character or the N NPC nearby. Any kind. Civilian, enemy, whatever. Lord knows why you'd want to. And including, you know, follow camera like like any kind of movement that a player or NPC makes, the camera will follow. They could either be flexible, which you could just basically, it's like the camera won't turn, but uh, but the person you're following just turns and goes wherever well pleases, but follows it still. Rigid mode is basically wherever you turn, the camera turns. Like basically where you're looking, now the camera's looking at it. And uh, default is basically, uh, it's kind of like rigid a bit, except, um, you know, the little twists and turns you make, the camera kind of, you know, turns along with you. So your standard third person action game. Sure. Um, but not necessarily game camera. Okay. And, uh, and a transition from one camera to position and another instead of, you know, uh, cut to this uh, shot, cut to that shot, you know what I mean? Kinda. Like, like transitional shot, like, like the camera. Fade in, fade out? Uh, fade in is a transition that's fade to black and fade in from black. Um, that's probably what I think, um, uh, in my mind, based on what you just said. And, uh, so basically it's like, yeah, this standing camera position and you don't want to jump cut to another camera position, but instead in transition, you know what I mean? It's um, very difficult to describe in audio, yeah, but I think I, I understand, yes. It's called blend mode. Yeah, what I said is still right. It's still fading in and fading out. It's just not fading to black. It's just fading in the next shot. Yes. Um, yeah, many uh, things do this. Yeah, as well as adjusting the zoom of the camera, adjusting the color, contrast, brightness. And what is the end goal of all of this editing, of this cinematography? Uh, just to try to make it as... Uh, Cinematic as possible, even though nobody can be perfect at that craft. Um, but you could say, like that playlist that we're going to describe that later on. It's just when you watch some of the early ones, it looks yeah, it's slightly amateur. But the more you watch it, especially the more recent ones, they just get slowly better and better. It's like in an evolution of it. Well, as you learn how to use the product more, you, yeah, you get better at it. That's not true of me here in this editing, but. And I'm sure it's true of you when you're editing. Um. And, uh, of course, uh, you can adjust the volume, where if it's dialogue volume, background volume, music volume, where it's in actuality, um, copyrighted music cannot be picked up in Rockstar Editor. But you can add uh, music, um, mostly that in-game background music, which is fine. Yeah, stuff that won't get you flagged on YouTube or Twitch, yes. Yeah, because it's, it's original soundtrack. Mm. Oh, as well as ambient noises, which I never add that because there's already ambient noises out on the streets. Los Santos is a very loud place. And whereas if you're out in Blaine County in the wilds, you just hear, you know, animal noises far, far away. Nature. Uh, go ahead and talk about the playlist. There's no reason not and, to. And finally, um, of course, you can adjust the speed, which it wasn't until, you know, more... Recent videos, I started using the slow motion a little more. Some of the early ones didn't, because it was all fast-paced. Which is, you know, it's, it's an action cinematic mini-movie, so to speak. So it has to be fast-paced. 
and only use slow motion in precise moments whether if it's um, explosions um, or hit a hard blow on a guy or or if I really catch an eye on it while I didn't know I was recording I'm like okay wait change that and then change to a camera angle close to the bad guy's weapon and deliberately go for the slow motion where the bullet from my gun hits the gun which sparks come out and so it doesn't shoot out the guy's hand uh, the, the weapon off the guy's hand right. but it's just a little sparks of it like a ricochet which looked awesome it doesn't shoot the guy's hand out because gta originally came gta 5 came out on the 360 and nobody had invented that technology yet only in red dead you're allowed to shoot enemies weapons out but that's in single player not in multiplayer uh, oh, I had something I thought. I assume you take out all the UI in this, so you don't see, you know, your health or your armor or your ammo count or any of that. No, they never came with that in Rockstar. Either. Oh, it, it automatically takes it out. Yeah, it automatically takes it okay. out. Uh, you can go into described thing now. So that playlist that we just described, um, which as of this recording, I have eighty-seven videos of it. All of them made by via Rockstar Editor. <clears throat> so it's basically um, all done by that. <laughs> like like back in the older days, all the old films done by hand. You know, go to the dark room and, and all that. They still do that today, right? I assume some indie films that try to be pretentious. Yeah. Those who everything try to is digital. Everything is digital in film now, so you can just do it on your computer. Yeah, just do it on a computer. Or in this case, from a game console. I'm sure Yes, they... I imagine it's much more it's much harder to edit from the Xbox. <laughs> so the playlist is uh is the name GTA five online Black Widow. That's the name of the playlist. Because there's reasons for why I've been doing that for two years now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now Again, you probably want to know what made me got into playing as, or the, how would you describe, like, play as that character. I mean, it's not necessarily role playing, but it kind of is too. You made a order. character that looks like the Marvel character. Yes. So yes, and it wasn't until December of 2020 that I decided to do a, a tutorial video, which, as of this recording, is 4,000 views and still going up. And I'm sure it's going to pick up a little more after the recent release of Black Widow movie, which we'll talk about way, way, way later, later on. And uh, and so I basically showed him the sliders of how to make the just the face, which, by the way, that character of mine has a strong resemblance to Scarlett Johansson. Did a very good job, and many people uh, complimented that. I'll take your word for it, man. It's Grand Theft Auto V's engine. You can only do so much yeah, with people. It, again, 2013 engine versus, you know, that Marvel's Avengers game that came out in 2019 yes, or 2020. Okay. To be fair, though, that game intentionally doesn't make anyone look like anyone from the movies. No. Because it's copyright. No, I mean, I uh, saw graphics on them, like, uh, is it supposed to look like the comic versions? Or they idealized? Yeah. No, they're just they're just abstract versions. They're just a version. It cannot look like the actors, because... Royalties. Royalties, yes, Likeness. 100%. Yes, exactly. It's like, uh, later this year, they're going to have a Guardians of the Galaxy game. None of those people look like the actors from the movie. And even the CGI characters don't look like they did in the movie. Same reason. You can't. Unless it's a movie game, and neither of those two properties are. The video game of the movie. Like King... The goddamn... That long title. King Kong. Yeah, Kingpin. Yeah. The official Peter Jackson game of the movie Kingpin, starring 
Woody Harrelson. Uh, it would have been bowling game. It would have been fine. <laughs> and I think Randy Quaid was in it. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, that Santa Claus looking guy. No, not now he looks like that. He didn't in the 97 when <laughs> the movie came out. What the fuck are we talking about? So you made Black Widow the character, and you had her go on GTA missions where she's killing warehouses full of guys and stealing drugs. It's not just that, but I don't know if you saw the full playlist of all those videos. The vast Chico, majority, the vast majority of those missions of is steal something, steal this vehicle, or steal this item, or even recover an item, which is a rarity. But a good portion of them is to eliminate enemies, which is, you know, some of the missions that I did, or the job, so to speak, involves, well, kill all the enemies, and then it's complete. I told you. 87 and counting. Do you plan on making more? I mean, how much more can there be? Yeah, I'm starting to actually, as of this recording, like I mentioned, 87. There's about, I mean, I know people want me to go 100, but I can only go as far as 92. I think I have about five more planned to be posted in the coming few weeks. I don't want to do it on a daily basis, because that's overkill. And plus, save that for the strategy games, because, you so know... Because, you know, in my channel, there's got to be something for everybody, right? So a few years ago, uh, I've, I've seen, obviously, previous GTA stuff you've done. And I've seen your character, and it's like, well, I don't... You can make your character look however you want. It doesn't bother me one bit. But I've seen the character, and in my mind, because I know you're a big fan of the old TV show from ABC, Alias. Yeah, starring uh, Jennifer Garner. It was in, like, the early 2000s. I think J.J. Abrams started that. I don't know if he finished yeah. it because he never finishes anything. Yeah, J.J. Abrams was the director on first episode, but not for the rest of the season one. But he was still overseeing it up until the uh, fourth season when Lost got started. Yeah. Um, my point being, I thought that's what you did, whatever her character's name was from uh, Sydney Bristow. Yeah, that's what I thought you made there. I was like, oh, okay, sure. She's, like, a spy well, that shit kills people, sure. Well, you were thinking because there was this one promo picture... I've seen it I had a red hair and all that. I've never... I've tried... And that's not true. I have thought about trying to watch it. <laughs> but I just never have. You know how you it's understand commitment. how... It's really hard for me to sit down and watch a thing, man. We're going to talk in a little bit while here about a movie. It was. I had to have a strong debate with myself about whether I wanted to take time away from my day to watch a movie. It's not that I'm so damn busy. It's that... As I've said before on this very fucking podcast, movies are passive. TV is passive. You just sit and watch and there's nothing you can do. You can pause and you can adjust the volume, I guess. You fast forward if it's really boring. But a video game is interactive. You know, you do things. You make stuff happen. And I'm much more interested in making stuff happen than watching stuff happen. That's why it's like, well, I don't watch Nick's you Twitch stuff because why? Well, I could just play the game and I could do the things. You know, your GTA video is like, well, I could just go play the game. It is very weird to me to be a guy who's sort of, quote-unquote, promoting two, his two brothers' video channels when I can't watch the videos because I get bored. I'm not saying they're boring. I'm just saying I can't watch anybody's videos without getting bored. But at, but at least this is something that's kind of up in your alley. That's in one of your interests. Tangentially, but I didn't know that you made it... Like, I didn't know this character was supposed to emulate Black Widow until literally yesterday when you told me. I was like, what? I thought that was... What's her name from Alias? Huh. So that no. was a surprise. 
and I've been doing that since 2018. It's just didn't thought about uh, filmmaking, so to speak, um, until, you know, as I said, the date. Because, you know, I just wanted to do something else. Just, uh, you know, originally to impress a few friends, and then I got positive reviews, and I thought, okay, let's do a few more. And then, and uh, then a few more became 87. And then uh, it only escalated when the Black Widow movie that was supposed to come out last year um, that was delayed due to the COVID-19 pandemic or whatever reason that we'll talk about later. Um, so it drove me to, it's like, okay, you know what? I'm sure some of them would be disappointed to hear that delay. And I kind of feel like I want to fill that void for them with when it comes to original fan-made content relating to the said character. So that's when it's like, well, now I'm committed to it. It's like you just signed a contract. I guess. Uh, uh, although you you can't you can only do so much in Los Santos. Let's be real. Yeah, there's there, like so many things. It, yes, uh, all the jobs and whatnot. But uh, but the combat has its own limitations, which is again old game from 2013. Uh, I, I guess the form of the question is why did you start playing as this character? Well, but that's because at that time, since um, even though not as much now, but we'd love to get back to those fictional writing stories. So I was looking for inspiration regarding characters in fiction especially on the espionage genre and then that's how i discovered that one even though i only heard very little of the black widow character which back in my day you know when those animated series were out <laughs> because you, i mean when it comes to my knowledge of marvel i grew up on spider-man you know that old sure. anime series and that silly ass cartoon maker which if you were to watch any youtube videos of the spider-man cartoon maker Oh my god, you would just be dying of laughter. I assume it's all comedy nonsense, which is what we did when we had it. Not that we were published anything, because YouTube didn't exist when we had it. Yeah, but theirs is just... <laughs> just just thinking about it is going to make me laugh again, so I need to calm okay, down. Okay, don't think about it. Okay, anyways, again, I never heard of the Black Widow until the Avengers movies came out. How long have you known about this character or the existence thereof? Did you know so... it before the movies? I have read, by my approximation, 10,000 comics in my life, mm -hmm. perhaps more, mostly Marvel, so I'll just say I'm very familiar with damn near everything in Marvel. With all the goings-on. Not the modern goings-on, I'll say up until about 2005, because when I say 10,000 comics, a lot of those are digital. Mm -hmm. uh, many years ago, I got a bunch of DVDs of comics i think i have i'm not gonna tell what i have i have a lot <laughs> i have a lot but they're mostly digital I, I own you know a handful of paper comics so but the digital runs and start in the 60s and end in 2005 yeah so so that's how long you've all known about it but at least that's all characters of that universe most enough the, the important ones you know the spider-mens and the x-mens and the occasional fan fours yeah, that, those were the cartoons that I watched on whenever available and also at a convenient time. But you're not a huge fan of, like, even the recent movies. You, you've never, with the exception of one, you've never seen any of them. Uh, that's because my interest was elsewhere, mostly foreign yes. movies, be it, you know, in Czechoslovakia and, and especially today with Indian films. Mm -hmm. It's just they were far more appealing to me because of my interest in any so yesterday when you history. so yesterday when you tell me, oh yeah, this character is based on the Black Widow from Marvel Comics, and I'm like, the fuck, you have never cared about superhero things. 
Oh, secretly I do. Um, I just keep up with it. I just know it. Right. told you that. It's not because out of fear or whatever. It's just more of, um... I don't know. It's just never brought it up. But I was just looking for inspiration for my writings. Mm -hmm. And uh, Blackwell being one of them. Because it's up in my alley with the whole espionage genre. Sure. It's very, very likely that Abrams or whoever created the character of... What's her name in alias? Sydney Bristow. Of whoever created this character probably based her on uh, Black Widow or something similar. I think there are two completely different but complex characters, honestly. No, no, no. I'm just saying based on. Like, the whole idea of... I, I hate this phrase because we can't use it anymore. The femme fatale, you know, the spy lady who, you know, dresses up in fancy costumes, seduces men, and then kills them, is an old trope made by men, you know, from the Soviet days. I'm just saying it's not an unoriginal idea. Yeah, it's been around since the days when, you know, Mata Harry was a spy during World War One. I. I know, but was she really a spy in terms of, like, I think... Because that's the one people always go back to, right? It's the only one anybody knows. And if you know you're a spy, aren't you a terrible spy? It's like James Bond introduces himself to everyone with his real damn name. What kind of spy are you? Um, or, uh, and I know this is a, a bit off-kilter or whatever term, uh, or whatever. You know the, one of those little children's educational cartoon, whatever games, Spy Fox, which he introduces himself as Spy Fox. The word spy. That's true. Although that was 100% based on, uh... James Bond. Yes. Like, he literally introduces Fox as Spy Fox. James Bond for kids. Kinda. Except stupider. And also Don Knotts was in it. Yeah. But not really. Um, yeah, they actually had an American version and a British version. I've seen the British version from that YouTuber guy we've referenced before that we'll not talk about. Mm -hmm. uh, it's much worse. He pretends it's better. I was like, no, it's super serious and smarmy. The whole pseudo Don Knotts sounding guy is what makes it. Not Don Knotts, the other guy. Don Adams. Oh, uh, yeah. Look, they're both named Don, and another guy who sounds like Don Knotts is in... What the fuck are we talking about? Black Widow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, you made this character like Black Widow, so you gave her big, bright red hair. Yes. Um, sometimes, sometimes you tie it up, sometimes you wear a hat. Yeah, um, but if, of all the videos that I've done, 95% of the time was, well, in the normal outfit, you know, black cats and whatnot, which... Costs a little expensive for those who have little money. Like, say, I, if I remember correctly, it's like between 20000 to 40000 Sir. That's a bargain. And it's been out since the Doomsday Heist update on GTA Five. Another big reason why we stopped playing. Everything's too expensive for you. Yeah. And hard. Those Doomsday Heist... Have you, did you do... Oh, I know we're going... We're just going to keep going off track. Did you do all the heists? Uh... Of the original heist, the first ones, yeah. prior to Doomsday. Yes, except, um, okay, let's just keep it brief. Um, let's just say, yes, we did do a final heist, but we screwed it up on near the very end because the boat was on the land, and we couldn't get it out. I have no idea how you screw up that badly. Did you do all the Doomsday heists? The Doomsday heists? No. Because those got really fucking hard. Yeah, incredibly. Um, and the casino heist, obviously you've been there, done that. And the Cabo Perico heist that I talked about podcasts mm -hmm. ago, yeah, done that. And a good portion of those 
Black Widow missions I've done for the videos are from those high setup missions that you can do solo. Because I believe those are the kind of missions that you would get into along with many other things such as targeted killings or whatnot. It's a little it's a little more involved than your average gig for, you know, Simeon or whatever. Yeah, it's just as I said. Stuff that she would get into and when I record um, during those actions I have to think like that person. Got, I wonder got to have that mindset. <laughs> it is kind of strange that you're kind of forcing GTA to be this third this cover based spy game when you can just go find one. I'm sure they exist. I don't Yeah, play there, a lot. there's plenty of missions it's, I've done where there are stealth missions and there's only one out of all of them that I've done it perfectly without being detected. But but, but if know, it, there's but if I do get detected in a stealth mission, well then keep on going. It makes the story of the mini movie make it more compelling. I know, but there's you're forcing GTA to be that game. There's Splinter Cells, there's Metal Gears, there's I'm sure other things. Uh -huh. And uh, and to make those mi missions more challenging, I never ever use automatic weapons, of full automatic weapons of any kind. And okay. no shotguns. I just wanted to challenge myself, basically, because any using any of these make it too easy. If you say so. I think any advantage you can get is good. So it's, that's why I have a plan or a strategy. And of course, and, and I'm sure you're wondering when it comes to recording this, what happens if you screw up? Like when you get killed in action or whatever. Well, try I again. Imagine you scrap the whole thing. Yeah, just try again. And then, but this time, come up with a different approach or a different plan. So you were so desperate to tell me your loadout, so go ahead. So, so as I said, no full automatic weapons or shotguns. Um, most of the time, I just use a, a, a handgun. To be particular, there's two different ones in particular. Uh, one's a combat pistol, often with suppressor that's used in stealth missions. The, but the one I use for the vast majority is the uh, ceramic pistol, which was added during the uh, casino heist, which is just another pistol. It's 12 rounds like everything else, but it's just it has a closer resemblance to the real-life Glock pistol. Ceramic, because it's what it's made of. Yes, of course, they can't use the real names of the real guns because they have to pay. Yeah. <clears throat> As are everything else, all the cars and whatnot yes and uh there was one mission which i had to do it because i do not like the enemies i'm about to face which is these meriwether guards who are a bit more heavily armored and can take a lot more shots so i just had to break tradition and use a a modified pistol that is loaded with incendiary rounds which it has a chance to light an enemy on fire once the enemy's on fire okay move on no need to fire more so, you never use anything but pistols? That, but also sniper rifles on occasion when it comes to, well, yeah. part stealth and the other part long distance kills so the enemies don't give away position until the time is right. Um, and, uh, and there's only one other weapon, that's the marksman rifle, which is part of sniper class, but that one is the only weapon that I use in the sense of modular, mission dependent. Like when it self used that, um, and I even changed the sights of it for easier target acquisition and whatnot, instead of the swaying of a long-range scope. And then, uh, and sometimes you know, just switch it to you know holographic sight for close range, um, because there was an instance where 
I want to enter this one area, but there's two guards there. And if you try to kill it with a single suppressed pistol, the bullet's not going to go through. But the sniper bullet will. So just stand on the side and just aim at their head so the bullet will go through one and then get to the other. And there are no That's alarms set up. <laughs> we keep saying spy, but it's much less spy stuff you do in GTA and more merc stuff. Yeah, that's why um, when people comment on the stuff, and I just tell them, it's like, this is the kind of mission that it makes her look like she's a hired gun for somebody more than just a super spy. Yeah, because, you know, m movies have kind of warped our idea what a spy, James Bond in particular, has kind of warped our idea what a spy is. A spy is su supposed to be someone who gets into a place, discovers secrets, and then leaves quietly without a trace. And leaves no evidence. Yes, it isn't a guy who blows up a building. That shouldn't be what you do, but, you know, action movie. Um, or it would also be known as um, other government agency. The most spy thing that... We're going to transition here to the movie here in a minute. Yeah. Um, the most spy thing that the Black Widow in the, any of the movies does is in Captain America 2, The Winter Soldier. And in the very beginning, uh, they're supposed to rescue this boat from some people who have taken it over. Mm -hmm. But... She has a secret secondary mission that she doesn't tell anyone about she, to recover some data on this boat, and then she takes priority in that mission, but she doesn't mention it until after the fact. It's like, that's spycraft, where, you know, not even the people on the mission know what the mission is. Uh-huh, yeah. And of course, um, the one more weapon that I often use at times, which is usually the way to start the action, so to speak, you know, an ambush. Um, and that is a frag grenade. I only... Like, most of the time I just use it once, sometimes on a little more occasion, but that's only if I see a enemies grouped or bunched up like that, that's a perfect opportunity. Especially, <clears throat> especially that they're next to a vehicle, which is basically adds more explosive radius than a grenade would. Basically, that's a way to cause chaos, and they'll be disoriented for a minute to switch a pistol to shoot a, a few headshots out of them. Does GTA even have other kinds of grenades? There's the pipe bomb. I never use that because you can only carry about five of those, so that's limited. Uh, proximity mines, which is obviously how it forms. And the only time I use sticky bombs, which is another thing I use, is when it tells you to destroy this objective, where you could just walk up to it and gently place it rather than just but throw it But there's no, it. like, EMP or smoke grenade or anything, right? No. Um, and there's tear gas. I never use that because, again, they could get away in time for them to move another place and whatnot. And plus, nobody has the patience. Again, it's fast-paced actions, so, except for stealth missions where you got to be patient. I guess. Um, and uh, <laughs> and those different animal types I mentioned about the marks and rough earlier. There are even instances that are used different rounds other than extended clips, such as there's this juggernaut that I faced who's heavily armored and carries a minigun, which will you up in seconds. Uh, to get around this, I just use full metal jacket rounds which is meant to inc have increased damage of penetrating body armor and go through uh, bulletproof glass <laughs> and 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 even to the point where it increases damage towards vehicles as well and you know as an alternative then just use explosive rounds at it just to destroy it instantly or just make it so heavily damaged that it's going to come down eventually or just use a pistol and get a lucky headshot against the helicopter fighter, which I've done a lot of it. One of the missions that I shot down three helicopters and it made the alleyway look like a helicopter graveyard. <laughs> so, and and uh, so basically, uh, it's just very action-oriented and 
and kill the enemies in any manner. Even, you know, just do an execution headshot on a wounded enemy. Just to remind people that she is merciless. And I, I even told her that in people comment. It's like, is it necessary to kill all those people? I'm like, yes! Don't you know who she is? <laughs> She's not a nun, as one um, big fan uh, posted a comment on that. Um, <laughs> again, many people give me high praise for the sort of things. And plus, I keep it on a balance on the action and the beauty shots of the character. I keep it out of balance. I don't overdo this or overdo that. <laughs> That's what makes it work. It's just, it's just such a weird thing to me that you base it off this character because uh, we're recording this, uh, full disclosure, recording this episode a day after both of us have seen the recently released Black Widow movie from Marvel Studios. Have you seen any other of the MCU movies from starting with Iron Man from 2008? Uh. No, but I. But the last time I've seen a Marvel movie in any capacity was Elektra. But that's because of Jennifer Gardner. You know my Obviously. favorite actress. But that was, one, that was pre-MCU, and two, a terrible film. Uh, what was wrong with that? Because that one I don't it understand. Had, Is it the writing? Okay. It, 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 it has very similar, believe it or not, similar things to do with the Black Widow movie in that it has dick, uh, dick all to do with anything else. Like, if you take that movie out of continuity, it, it stays the same continuity. Because she dies in Daredevil, spoilers for a movie from a long time ago. She dies in Daredevil, but comes back to life through bullshit, which is exactly what happens in the comics, for reasons that I will not get into right now. Um, Otherwise, this would be the Internet's worst comics podcast. Well, you've never read any, so it doesn't. I can't give you a lot of context for something ridiculous. I was going to say a different word, but it's ridiculous. Yeah, I only came, uh, keep up with the MCU canon, but not the comic canon. Any damn ways, she comes back in the lecture of the movie. And it's like, well, I'm alive now. Should I contact the people I knew when I was around? Nah. I'll just fuck off to somewhere else. Yeah, you just do fine on your own. Yeah, but then she, like, has a series of boss fights that have no context for anything. And if you... I had context because I know comics. So I knew enough about the character she was fighting. But, you know, your casual fan isn't. Which is where I think, when they finally started to get all, wrangle all this together with Iron Man in 2008, going through Endgame in 2019... Um, they had the idea of, you know, setting it all in one universe. They've changed their minds several times throughout the thing of, okay, maybe we want to take it in this direction. Nah, never mind, let's go this way. Ah, you know what, maybe Infinity Stones. But it was codified. It was singular. It was in one direction. All these movies had to do with each other. And even the spinoffs had to do with each other. The problem is that Black Widow, the film, has very little to do with anything. If... Major spoilers, obviously, if you haven't seen any of these movies, and if you don't care, I'm very sorry. Why are you listening to this? This is your fault. But in Endgame, 2019, I hope I'm getting that year right. I'm not looking this up. Yeah, you um, got it. The character Black Widow is killed off to secure the Soul Stone. For plot reasons, she has to die, right? Mm-hmm. So this movie, because of production delays and the virus may or may not have had anything to do with it, but I don't think so. I think Corporate Greed had much more to do with it, was not released until July of 2021. So it's like, well, this character in, universe, in you know our real lives has been dead for two years. Now she's in a movie. By the way, that takes place after Civil War, which came out, what, 2014? 2016. 2016. So there's a two, three-year gap of, the fuck were you doing that entire time? It's like, if, you, if, this, if Black Widow the movie had come out any time between... 
Civil War and Infinity War, I'd have had much fewer complaints about it. But because it's post-death, it's like, well, who cares about any of this? None of it matters. It has no effect on anything. No, uh, except for one scene. I'm getting so fired up. Except for one scene of, uh, of Thad Ross at the beginning of the movie and one briefly when he's in a window at the end of the movie. There's no other characters in this that were in any other movies. It's all OCs and Black Widow. I'm getting so angry. Guess you're awake now. Well, I'm fired up about something I care about because, you know, Stizzy mostly uh, cares a lot about this too. Yeah, uh, we've discussed this. We've discussed listening. this off air a lot, and a little bit on air. And Rob does not care at all. Nick does not care at all. So when you say, "Oh, I've been kind of secretly caring," and I was like, "What the fuck? Why have you not told me for ten years?" That's because I'm a very busy person. I got a YouTube channel to run, and I got. <laughs> You know, but you've never actually seen any of the movies, is my point. So it's like, um, you have even less context. So in fact, you might have enjoyed it more. Did you enjoy the movie? Um, uh, the Black Widow movie? Yes. Oh, hell yes. Um, I have a much different <laughs> opinion than the years. Um, but uh, before that... Um, because you have no context. Yeah, Yeah, that's just... Uh, I actually do understand a little bit of it. But And, and again, another driving reason of... Uh, let me just go back slightly on the... GTA 5 Black Widow thing. I did watch all the action scenes involving her just to get an idea of what that's like. Okay. Um, and do read a bit of the plot um, that everybody was involved too, so I, I understand. Okay. That's better than nothing, I guess. You gotta do research. But if you had done research, like, I've seen some complaints about the movie about uh, we're specifically talking about the Black Widow movie mm -hmm. but like the cinematography and shit and the way it's edited and I was like I don't care about none of that it's fine it doesn't bother me maybe you with your fine editor's eye could find some fault but uh, my major gripe with the movie besides that it should have come out two or three years ago and that nothing in it really matters because the character is dead anyways is that like I, I can't say it has no heart but it comes close to not having any heart it, let's just take a real sexist view here real quick. Let's compare it to the other female-led movies in superhero-verse. So I definitely like the two Wonder Woman movies better, and I liked Captain Marvel better. And I think the major difference is those three movies had heart. They had a driving force of care behind them. Uh, you know, wonder whatever about the Wonder Woman movies, you want to bitch about that, go somewhere else. I don't have time right now. I like those two movies in DC-verse more than anything else DC has put out. Because uh, I mean, Suicide Squad. And Captain Marvel, while it was just a bridge movie where we're waiting around in the space between Infinity War and Endgame, uh, still had a lot of humor in it. You know, they made, for whatever reason, they decided to make the main character the funny one as if it was Iron Man. In Black Widow, there's not a lot of humor. Um, I actually find a little bit more humor to me, but that's just me being, you know... The humor comes from Yelena making the world's sarcastic jokes and never laughing, never laughing. And the dad, whose name I can't, Alexi, uh, you know, being like a big fat old over the hill doofus. And that's where all the jokes are from. But there's no, it's not a fun movie. I'm not having fun while watching it. It's like there are cool action scenes, there are cool fight scenes, and lots of explosions and shit falling from the sky. Cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria. But it's, to me, I didn't have fun watching. As opposed to Wonder Woman 84 or Captain Marvel, which I enjoyed watching. Okay, go ahead. 
counterpoint. Counterpoint. So again, that's just um maybe it's the taste humor is different. Um, but before you you know get at me again, but um, what I can tell you this, it's just maybe I don't know. Heroes change over time of uh, you know public perception of what a modern hero is, uh, like an like the anti-hero of the '90s compared to what we see them now. Uh, everybody's okay. different. Um, okay. And. Of course, I really enjoyed the humor. I mean, I get a bunch of chuckles and laughs at it. I mean, if I w that's why we didn't do a watch-along date. I had to watch in separate rooms. Because um, I would be laughing and you'd be like, I mean, it's like, what the fuck are you laughing about? <laughs> <laughs> that's why we didn't it's, do a watch-along together. We're not so, uh, you know, apart from each other in terms of our movie enjoyment. Because uh, while you watch all those foreign films, I don't give a shit about you know, we both saw Rise of Skywalker on the same day, not together. We both saw Rise of Skywalker, and we both love the hell out of it. Mm -hmm. So it's not like there's this huge gap in our enjoyment of things. It's just our, there's a gap here in their enjoyment of this thing. Uh, also, the whole Taskmaster thing is just so silly. Yeah. Uh, the Taskmaster in the comics and in other chronology, he's been in a couple of video games. He's a guy. Mm -hmm. He's a dude whose literal last name is Masters because comic books. And he was a former S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, and he had a superpower of being able to memorize anything, including someone's fighting style. So he could just watch you throw a few punches and figure out, oh, okay, this is how this person fights. I know how to counter and do every one of their moves. And he was always, you know, even just a regular, even though he's a regular human, he's really hard for anyone to fight against because they know all his own moves. Uh, he knows all their moves, right? Yes. So the way they do this in the film is it's, like, almost digital. For most of this film, I thought, oh, we're spoiling this entire thing, I'm going to have to put a warning. For most of this thing, I thought Taskmaster was a robot because they keep doing this digital overlay on the faceplate uh, where it's like analyzing and then, you know, focus target and all this bullshit of RoboCop speak. And it's like, oh, I memorized your move. So he does a couple of the Avengers moves. You know, he has a bow. He pulls out uh, Black Panther's claws. He has a shield. He uses like Captain America. He does all the power moves and stuff. The, the iconic moves, quote unquote. The only thing he doesn't have is a hammer, which I found very interesting. Hmm. It's cool to have him, have him in Yolner. But uh, later on, the, the reveal, the Taskmaster is actually, uh, the context, the character that Black Widow thought she had accidentally killed years earlier and felt guilty her entire life for, but now discovers, oh, that person I thought I killed isn't dead. And the whole entire reason to do that is to assuage her of the guilt so she doesn't feel guilty about that anymore. And that is so cheap, Thomas. This, that's a cheap-ass way of... It's like, oh, we don't want you to feel guilty about this thing, this horrible murder you committed anymore. Don't have to worry about it anymore. She's alive. What the fuck, then? That's yeah, just my only thought about it is, it's like, oh, they're just trying to humanize it. I just went with it. <sighs> no, but because it's her driving motivation, and they just take away the motivation. It, it, it is... It is the complaints people had about... This has nothing to do with it. This is the complaint people had about Last Jedi. They interpret it as Luke Skywalker trying to assuage his guilt. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? He didn't kill him. He thought about it and then changed his mind. What are you all mad about? Luke Skywalker was the worst Jedi teacher in the history of Jedi teachers. That's canon. It's in the comics. It's in the novels. That was all before the Disney acquisition. And he admitted all, it. Yes, all, uh, what's his name? Not Rain. Rian. Rian Johnson did was interpret what was already there. He said, wow, Luke Skywalker was a shit teacher. Yes, of course he was. Did you see that movie? 
I can't believe we're talking about Last Jedi again. I never want to talk about Last Jedi ever again. Whereas that's another way I've, I view it far more positive than you think. You know, I, I like it. I don't hate it. The internet, well, it depends on who you talk to, but do you think it's the worst Star Wars movie or the best Star Wars movie? I think it wastes too much time, you know. Casino Night Zone is pointless as all hell. And there were a few scenes in Black Widow to get, if we can desperately bring this back. Uh, a few scenes in Black Widow, I was like, well, this is pointless. Like, the face reveal at the end is like, why couldn't you just tell the audiences? Why did you need to keep this a secret from the audience? If you want to keep it a secret from the villain, sure, fine. But you can tell us. It's okay. We're on your side. I don't hate the Black Widow movie. I think it's a, a fine film. It's a good movie that if you don't watch it after Endgame, you'll enjoy it a lot more. If you watch it immediately after Civil War, you know, watch Civil War, Spider-Man, Homecoming, Black Widow, and then whatever is after that. I think Guardians of the Galaxy. All in that order. Yes. If you watch it in that order, it's much more enjoyable than watching it after Endgame, where you know what already happens to the character. Of course, the post credit sequence shows her gravestone mm-hmm. and then ties in with the captain america tv show or the falcon winter soldier tv show uh as a character pops up that has nothing to do with has never been in any movie but is only in that disney plus tv show so if you hadn't seen the falcon winter soldier show you have no idea who this character is and it's a lead-in for the hawkeye tv show which is coming out late i think next year which mostly doesn't star jeremy renner it actually stars some other lady some other girl named Haley seinfeld or something uh i think i know what you're talking about i don't know the name pronunciation yeah, she plays she plays Kate Bishop. She's uh, Hawkeye's apprentice, basically. She's also really good at shooting a bow. Yeah. I've heard of that name through the Avengers game. Yes. Which is the other thing. If you want to play as Black Widow, there's the fucking Avengers game right there. But I got uh, my did, reasons. I, I really... I re- Look, now we're going to go back to video games. The central tenet of this podcast. Uh, that Avengers game got a lot of bad press when it came out last year for various reasons. As with most newer games that are big... <laughs> I mean, yes, nobody's that, that immune. Is, nobody is, because it's a live service game, and it's a very, it's an incredibly large file. At this point, it's almost 120 gigabytes because of updates. But at least it's being updated, man. Sometimes games come out bad and are abandoned, and that's much worse. Uh, I really do like the Avengers game, again, because I'm a huge Marvel fan. I have been my almost my entire life. I'm literally wearing a Deadpool shirt right now as we record this show. And does that make me a closet fan? Is that the correct term? for this context i guess considering you've never admitted to liking it ever yes but uh, to be fair if you had ever admitted to it i would just i would do what i've done the last 20 minutes of this show i would just talk your ear off about it because it's something i care a lot about yeah it's but, something uh, you passionately care about and i and that's the reason why i did these videos in the first place it's something for them um that they would get into it's another way of get that's like okay what would get me more views Let's just do what is the most popular thing out there. Because you are a video mercenary. Yeah. That's another way of putting it. Anyways, I really like that Avengers game, and I still play it, so fuck the haters. I like things that people don't like, and I don't like things that people do. You know, it's that hipster, ironic guy in me, you want to say whatever, but it's the way it is. Yeah, but that's a you thing. Yeah, like like Cyberpunk 2077. That got super negative press for various reasons. But having played it, you know, literally yesterday, I can tell you, they fixed a lot of it, and it's a great fucking game. And uh, I have a lot of fun with it. And it's a shame that people are just going to dismiss it because it had a bad launch. GTA V. We're going to travel way back in time to 2013. GTA V had a bad launch. 
Well, I wasn't uh, there for it. Grand Theft Auto Online, when it launched, did not work. Ever. At all. You would be stuck in an infinite loading screen. It took months for them to figure, to figure it out. But since then, they've made millions and millions of dollars. Still a top seller today. Yes, they still sell copies of the game and in-game currency of the game. So they fixed the problems with it, as far as I'm aware. So just because a game releases bad doesn't mean it's going to forever be bad. And but, you know, on the internet here, we're, we're reactionary. You know, we see negative review scores and say, oh, this game sucks. We see, you know, a low tomato rating or whatever the fuck, and it's like, oh, this movie sucks. Says them. I know that, and it's, it's not good to do that. I think it is good to form your own opinion and rather, you know, ignore all criticism and form your own opinion. For example, you liked the Black Widow movie more than I did. That's totally fine. I understand why you might enjoy it more than I did. Yeah, it's a, I don't hate a different it at all. reason. Yeah, but it, that's okay. I'm not going to fight you for it. I'm not going to say, no, Thomas, you're fucking wrong. You're an idiot. You have no <laughs> idea. But people will. People will go on Twitter and fight me for, about this. And it's really stupid. And I don't want to engage in those kind of, like, like wars. The like wars. As in someone likes something more than you do. And how dare they like something more than I do. So it's a stupid way to think. So, so yeah, and, and all those YouTube videos I've done, where if it's uh, Black Widow ones or anything that involves playing as a female character, nobody ever criticized me for playing as that. I think that it's pretty much acceptable on my channel. I think they accepted that. I don't think it's And also they probably don't bring it up. Well, yeah, well then, let's let's, let's not bring it up. There's no reason to. It's, there's nothing wrong with it. It's fine. Uh, because it's not you, you know. That's how I've always seen video games. People like... Oh, what would I be like as Commander Shepard? I don't know. I'm not fucking Commander Shepard. Because I can't think my way out of a fictional character because I'm not that character. Uh, yeah. Um, Especially in those strategy games, which uh, which the basically that role-playing element is there, and I, that's when I just become the character to a degree. I suppose I'll have to, have to take a word for it because I again I cannot play something that dull. And same thing for as uh, we've mentioned before about GTA Five. It's like how we film those missions. Well, you got to do it just. Something that it would do. Be in that, be in that right. character's shoes. The headspace, I think. Is what. Yeah. Well, that's not something I'm willing to do. I barely stand my own headspace. So pretending to be someone else sounds exhausting. Uh, uh, that sounds like acting. If you were actually acting in theater or whatever, that's not going to work for you. <laughs> in a previous... Many years ago, I was... Another one of my many jobs... Not professional, but a stage actor. Mm -hmm. And uh, I did go out on stage and do plays and shit. And I guess I had fun, but it was a long time ago. And I certainly wouldn't do it now. Uh, that being said, I have been, am currently, and will be, Loki Jerson. Uh, you can find me on oh, Twitter. Oh, by the way, um, did you name Loki after that Marvel character? or where did? Oh, yeah, we should probably talk about that, shouldn't I? Yeah. Okay, no. <laughs> Just to clear the air. Not, not specifically about the movie character played by Tom Hiddleston. No. Uh, about the Marvel character's interpretation of the Norse god, yes. Uh. The name of the Norse god is Loki Lofey Jarson. Mm -hmm. The jar is like one of those Norse words. It's just one of those things that's an, an adjoiner word. So the son of. It just means the son of Lofey, right? Yes. In the MCU, they've shortened, they've dropped the jar, so it's just Lofacen, which is not correct to how it used to be, but fucking whatever. 
long ass time ago. We played a golf game. Uh, One of those shareware games. Golf game on PC. Yeah, a shareware game. And it was like, I cannot remember the, what it was called. Maybe it something like 3D golf. I'm sure it's out but there on archive.org that I'll find myself. You don't have to. There was a wizard named Loki on it, and I thought that was a cool name. And we were also watching BattleBots at that time in the early 2000s, late 90s. Yeah. And they had some robot called Loki that would spin and cut up blades, and I thought that was a cool name. So I started calling myself that name. And coincidentally, that's before you knew it was also part of the Norse mythology. Yes, yes, exactly. So later, when I did my research, and this before I even started reading all heavily Mortal, Mortal Comics, I found that name, Loki Lafayjarson, and I thought, well, cut out that middle part, it's a pretty good name. So now I'm just Loki Jarson, rather than Lafayjarson or Lofison. And, uh... So I, I have actually been asked, believe it or not, in Destiny, when I was playing with randos, and one of them asked me if I was based off of a Marvel character, and I said... It's a complicated answer, and that my explanation just now was very complicated because it is both yes and no. Yes on the Marvel part, but no on the mythology part. Well, in the Marvel, not less the MCU, but in the Marvel chronology, you know, he's very sneaky and jokey, and uh, there's a lot of cunning and guile. Plays a lot of tricks, you know, the god of mischief, and I really identify with that sort of shit. That, if matter of fact, if you are a Norse pig right now, that'll be your patron deity. Yeah, you always have to bring it back to EU. Anyways, that's me. I've been Loki Jarson. You can find me on Twitter at Loki Jarson. I'm literally the only one who cuts out that middle part. Uh, you are not based off. Well, actually, you are based off some guy. We were talking about that. Yeah, way back in episode one. Okay, well, oh, fuck it. You oh, are based. Lord Nest. Yeah, anyways, you are him on YouTube, and nowhere else. I am him. You are he. Uh, what do you have upcoming on your channel? This is going so long, I have to edit. Well, let me tell you something. Um, we've mentioned about there's going to be a f apparently a few more upcoming uh, GTA 5 Black Widow videos, which I plan on at least posting five more in the coming weeks, um, but not at the same time, obviously. Not in the same mm -hmm. week. Oh, yeah, yeah. But just in like a week or two, um, where the total, the f which I believe it's going to be the final total for now before I go on hiatus with this thing until there's some new update, or unless I had some inspiration, because that's how I start these things. Yes. So the total will be 92. So that's how much is going to be in that playlist total before I will take a hiatus, unless I'm inspired by something. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure people would want me to go up to 100, but. No way, because some of the missions there, can't get into that. Um, and plus, there are some missions that I would like to do, but it requires a second player. And the only time I would do that is, I'm not necessarily somebody dressed up as another Marvel character, but that's just anybody in fiction. Like, one comment that I got from a, a big fan of, my, of those videos tells me that it's like, should pair up with uh, Lara Croft or uh, Alice from Resident Evil. I'm like... I can I could say Lara Croft because they you can dress up like her, but Alice I don't know about that because it changes over time. Um, but um, there's tutorials out there for that, which to me that's kind of a bit nonsensical. Um, whereas mine is close to being you know what it looks like in the films. Obviously, more closely to Avengers 2012 version than anything else when you look at it that way, as far as hairstyles concerned. Any more? Uh, what the fuck is that other game called? 
Uh, the strategy games. Your, yeah, Europa Vernicellis or Crusader Kings. Yeah, both of them. Um, for Crusader Kings 2, I would say probably by the end of this month or early into the next one, we'll finally put a cap on the Gupta series, that North Indian dynasty, um, because I plan on finishing that series once all of India is united and become the Samrat Chakravartin, which is Universal Ruler, not Emperor of the Universe, which sounds like a comic thing. Okay. Um, and over in EU4, I mean, once I'm done with Crusader Kings 2, um, which I will take a hiatus off of that, and knowing that there will be a Crusader Kings 3 update later that year, so I'll get into that. But the other two ongoing series, that's from EU4, Europa Versalis 4. One is Croatia, which I'm basically making it into a country that would unite the Balkans, be a Balkan Federation or something. And the other EU4 series where originally I was the Delhi Sultanate for about five episodes before the sixth episode, which would be posted very soon after this recording, we become the Mughal Empire, which is, you know, another empire that's based in India that nearly united all the subcontinent, except not as a Hindu, but as a Muslim, as we were still the Afghan dynasty that ruled from there. Okay, look forward to that. For me, you can look forward to uh, a nightmare of editing this episode. Excelsior! Oh yeah, this is the first one without Stan Lee, by the way. Even tangentially. Although I think Spider-Man Far From Home didn't have anything. Either. Yeah. It's been a while. I, I, at the time, I reviewed Spider-Man Far From Home very favorably, but looking back on it, maybe I could have dropped a point. Any damn ways, uh, this was the Internet's Worst Game Podcast. Thank you for listening. And we also talked about things that aren't games. Imagine that. It always seems to be that way when you're on the show. Okay, I was waiting to throw it at you, but you had nothing. Uh, so uh, thank you for yeah. listening. <laughs> Good, <laughs> goodbye.